Good morning, Jacinda. Thank you very much for having me. We appreciate uh, really the opportunity to to engage in this discussion because, as you correctly said, you know this discussion is one that always falls on deaf ears. So we really appreciate the opportunity. Mr. Rutledge, uh, kindly elaborate for us on how mining communities are being taken advantage of, as you say. Well, Sakina, what we know is that uh, there are hundreds, uh, thousands of communities, actually, who are affected by mining. And if one looks at the situation of mining, you find that everybody benefits from mining, all the stakeholders, that is. The business uh, uh, executives benefit, labor benefits through their, through their wage, um, government benefits through royalties and tax, but communities, somehow, the ones who are faced with the pollution, with the cracked houses, with the contaminated water, uh, those are the people that, that have absolutely no benefit. They're the one, in fact, who pay the cost. So when we engage with government, we find that they're very close to the idea of engaging with communities around a stru- in a structured way about issues they face. For example, we went to Parliament in 2013 uh, where government was about to amend the mineral laws. We said to government, to the parliamentarians, if you look at the laws, what you're doing is you're further excluding communities. You're not creating a more inclusive environment. You're creating a more exclusive environment. But what happened there is they basically laughed at communities because communities weren't able to express themselves properly in English. And uh, that was the end of that. They passed the law, rushed it through Parliament, and communities were further excluded in that legislation. Luckily, we wrote to the President, we said to him, this is an unconstitutional process, and the matter has now been sent back to Parliament. But this is the kind of problem that we find when engaging with uh, government and business, that they have absolutely no regard for communities or their concerns. And it is ludicrous that we in a democracy and um, an important stakeholder is sidelined, ignored, and basically hidden behind the bush. So with that so, in mind, how exactly do you propose to move uh, the situation forward? Well, uh, I mean, uh, looking at the representative, uh, the represented organizations, how do you uh, prepare to broach the subject further with uh, government and also with the Chamber of Mines, for example? Yeah. yeah so, so what we've done, Sakina, is we have formed a coalition uh, of, of about 15 uh, civil society organizations which includes the Benchmark Foundation, uh, Action Aid, um, Lawyers for uh, Legal Resources Center, and so forth, a range of, of other of, of CSOs. And MAKUA, who is uh, the community organization that represents well over 70 communities, MEDGCON, who is another community organization. So by far, this coalition is the most representative structure that wants to engage with government. But yet government is saying, we can't engage with everybody. But we're saying, but here we are, we've made it easier for you, we've come together, we can engage you in a structured way, and we can take this forward. So we have done a number of things. We, we are planning to engage uh, the, the process of the bill as it goes through Parliament. So we'll be making submissions there. 
We are also looking at other avenues, um, including legal avenues. So one of the things that we are very clear about, and that is that the current legislation and the current dispensation within mining is an infringement on the human rights of mining-affected communities. It is also an unequal uh, legislative environment. So we are um, preparing a case where we are going to take this matter before the Equality Court. So we have uh, quite a range of communities who want to engage in this. And so we faced with the question of whether we make a mass application at different uh, courts or whether we make one application. So we're busy engaging with those. But basically we have approached the minister, we have approached the Chamber of Mines and said to them, we have organized ourselves, we can facilitate discussions with communities through the structures that we represent. And uh, so talk to us, let's find a solution. And what that, was the response? You know, that, that, well, firstly, we've been writing to the minister since he got into office, which was of May of last year. He has not even had the decency to respond to us. The Department of Mineral Resources hasn't responded to us. We have met with the Chamber of Mines on a couple of occasions. Last year, you may know that we marched on the Chamber of Mines where we brought about 3,000 communities to the, to the mining Lakhotla in Midrang. Um, they received a, a memorandum from us that day. That was in August last year. And to date, they haven't responded. Even though we, we, we've tried to talk to them, uh, most recently we spoke to them about having a joint Lakhotla where we have a community Lakhotla where we organize communities to attend, to sit down with business, labor, and government so that we can talk about the way forward. Uh, but that idea doesn't seem to carry much favor at the higher levels of, um, of that organization. So it was slapped down. So we had a, an agreement in principle, and then suddenly one day I got a call to say, no, it's off, it's not going to happen.